I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Shams, Sharania. Give me Shams. The mindset in Golden State right now is everyone but Steph Curry is on the table. That's the mindset. Now, realistically, this, there's an asterisk, asterisk, right? Like, Clay Thompson, would they want to keep him long-term and keep him in Golden State? I think that's been their hope. They have not been able to reach a contract extension with him. We've talked about it. Um, and Draymond Green just got back from an extension. Those, are their, those have been their three core guys in the front office. They're big fans of Jonathan Kaminga, big fans of Brandon Podzemski. They're big fans of Trace Jackson Davis. But Wiggins and everyone else on that roster except Steph Curry has to be in play for this team. They're going to be looking to make moves. The tough and part is, if we know this, the other teams know that. They know their value is so low right, right. now. If you're Andrew Wiggins, if you're Draymond, if you're Clay, so like, what can you even get for them? The, the <laughs> problem also is like, you want to make moves, you want to be aggressive, but they also don't want, from what I'm told, they don't want to take long-term money back. You don't want to take another massive contract back. So you think about a guy like Zach Levine. Can't do it. Who's making three years, you know, he's got a, almost $140 million after this season. And honestly, hanging over all this is Steve Kerr's contract status as well. He's an expiring uh, contract. Uh, there's no sign of a new deal as of right now for him either. Wow. And so this Warriors team, they're teetering right now as we're... Just under a month until the trade deadline, I think they will be active. Everyone but Steph Curry has to be in play. Um, Michelle Beadle gave you, like, she sounded like she was doing an impression of you doing an impression of Farhan. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, Everyone but Steph. Hopefully she doesn't get paid <laughs> by the word, because she chimed in with about uh, three or four words. I loved her performance. She was great. was great. She nailed it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the larger point... Uh, everyone but Steph, everything is sure. on the table. And we just talked it out with TK, Tim Kawakami. If you want to go to the Odyssey app, YouTube, you can rewind, check the whole thing out. But I'll give you the takeaways as uh, as we heard it, and then we'd love to hear from you. What would you do? 888-957-9570. He put it as very unlikely that Clay or Draymond gets traded. More, right. more likely Draymond than Clay, if one of them. He put it as almost a lock that Andrew Wiggins is about to not be on this team. He said that they are canvassing the NBA to find out what he's worth, what he's worth, and if it's not what they want, they may just dump him anyway. So that's kind of the thought on Wiggins. And then it's what young players would you include in deals? And he said they're all on the table. They like Kaminga, don't want to deal him. They like Pajemski, don't call him Pajemski, don't want to deal him. But they might, not off the table by any stretch. And the only thing that we can say for sure, alongside the idea of Wiggins, something happening with him, is that there will be deals. There will be deals. And that may extend into the offseason, but it is, um, as, as Tim put it, it's a crisis moment, and it happened before last night. For sure, but you look at last night, and to me, it tells you all you need to know about how they feel about Andrew Wiggins because he was in the white flag lineup. 
as Evan Giddings so wonderfully put it earlier today from 10 to 2. When you're waving the white flag, normally you play your five, and I don't want to say least important as a sign of disrespect, but you've got Quinones, you've got Guy Santos. These are guys who are thrilled to be out there playing any minutes, let alone NBA minutes. And you had Moses Moody, and you also had Andrew Wiggins on the floor. That tells me a lot about how they feel about Andrew Wiggins right now. And I think the team, ideally, if they could draw up their dream deal, it would be Wiggins and Moody for a player who can help them this year who is expiring. That's the deal. You keep um, Kaminga, you keep Clay, you keep Draymond, you keep everybody else, but you trade Wiggins and Moody because you're going to have to trade more than just Wiggins. My my quick math says, because you're describing Pascal Siakam, but that's not enough money. Wiggins and Moody is $28 million this year. Pascal's at 37 plus. Right, so you'd have to throw in something else and, you know... Poughkeepsie you- Kip? Maybe. Pajowski? But again, I'm talking about the ideal for the Warriors would be yeah. to keep Pajowski. Pajowski. Thank you. It would be to keep him. Jaminski. It would be to keep Jaminski. It would be to keep the Poughkeepsie kid. <laughs> Poughkeepsie kid. Jaminski. Yeah. It's really a battle between Jaminski and Poughkeepsie kid for which one is the absolute best. Jaminski. My Poughkeepsie favorite is kid. probably Pajowski. Pajowski. Just because of the, the way it came out. Pazemski. Also good. And the uh, for me, Poughkeepsie oh. Kid works because of the kid. <laughs> the Poughkeepsie Kid. Jaminski. Yeah. It's, Jaminski. Uh, you'd want to keep all those guys. <laughs> you'd want to keep them all. Yeah. Because they also promise. Well, and honestly, oh. if you like Pajowski or whoever you like, he oh. is under some great control for four years. It's a rookie deal. Yep. So you've got him. Moody. You've got this year, and then you have to decide on him. Next year is his, is his walk year. Same thing with Kaminga. So you're probably not going to extend Kaminga and Moody. Feels like you don't love Moody as an organization, and oh. you, you, you've kind of fallen out of love with Wiggins. So for me, the dream deal is Wiggins and Moody for, I mean, Siakam. I know the money doesn't add up, but that's the kind of deal you're looking at. Well, and, and when people say, why would you mortgage the future for this group? Let me answer that question for a second, because I think that when that question gets asked, it's sort of like the answers are too uh, either simple or unsatisfying. Think this through. If you're really mortgaging the future, and this is part of why I've been making the point that I'd love to see. It's not just emotional that I'd love to see Steph, Clay, and Dre finish as Warriors. There's something functional about it as well. And, and, And here's what I mean. If you're really worried about mortgaging the future, you've got to think that one of those future guys, one of the young guys that you have, is like that dude. That dude. Because as we all know, the NBA does not work without that dude. You are not going to go win anything without that dude. So if you think that Kaminga could be that, then yes, put a Vulcan grip on him and you're not letting him go. But if you've decided he's not that, and I bet most of us think he's not that, he's a very interesting player, and he's got a lot of raw talent, and I think he's got a great future in the league. But that dude, I don't see that. And if you don't see that, then you shouldn't be so worried about giving him up because, in theory, 
he is kind of a replaceable piece. You can find other people who can be a three, four, five, six, seven type of a player. The other side to it is Steph Curry. Whether you think that this is a fool's errand or not, he has the remainder of his career. The Warriors are committed to that. The fan base does not want him gone. So, no matter what player you're talking about, you've got to decide, does he fit with Steph? What is the specific fit right. with Steph Curry? And um, I don't think Jordan Poole's was great. And I don't think Jonathan Kaminga's is great. Well, re- and hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This goes to kind of what TK was saying, though, about maybe it's time to start playing differently. And he had me thinking about that in terms of absolutely somebody who can get the ball and go up and dunk it or score in the low post. Right now, you don't have a team that can score at all three levels. You can score from the outside level from three better than any team in history, although this year it's been down a little. Your mid-range game is largely non-existent, and you don't have, outside of Kaminga, anybody who can really get to the basket and finish with authority at a consistent level. So maybe you end up addressing one of those things, and that's where I look at Kaminga and think he could be a difference maker because he gives you something that you don't have otherwise. Well, this is why Wiggins was so great in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Right. Because if Steph Curry, this is the way the conversation we were just having, if Steph Curry on a given possession, if it's all locked up, if he's double teamed and he's just is like, I'm not going to get a good shot here, then you want to go to somebody else who late in the shot clock can create their own. Clay Thompson, not great at it, and they don't have anybody on the interior that they can just dump the ball into. So, what do you do? This is why, once upon a time, Draymond called Kevin Durant and was like, we need you. We need someone who can just be like, here you go, big fella. Go get a shot. And Wiggins actually has that skill set. What happened? I don't know. But he did. Yeah. He did. And so you can give him the ball with six seconds on the timer somewhere, anywhere on the court, and Wiggins can at least get you a passable look at the hoop. Is Kaminga that? To a degree. Right. But I would argue Kaminga, at this point in his career, still he likes to shoot the three when it's wide open, and he likes to get to the hoop. But I don't love the Jonathan Kaminga 
I'm going to drive and then create my own mid-range pull-up. Right. That's what you need. And Jonathan may turn into that. He's not quite that yet. So it's like, what are you looking for? You're looking for who Wiggins was two years ago. Right. Wiggins can't do it. And Jonathan might be able to do it, but not yet. Right. And so by the time he can do it, it might be past the Steph Curry prime. And yeah. that's the, the that's the most tantalizing part about the Jonathan Kaminga discussion for me is, let's just say that he's going to be a great player. Star, I don't even want to put a name on it. Let's say that Jonathan Kaminga eventually is 20 points a night consistently and he is a two on a good NBA team. Okay. He's that guy. He's not a one, but he's a legitimate two. Well, if that's not until 2028, then it doesn't it doesn't really do you any good in the construct of the Steph Curry window, which is what everybody says this is about. So if Jonathan Kaminga can't be his best version of himself for four more years, well, then maybe you do trade him. And you trade him while he's at his highest value, knowing that it might hurt you in four or five years, but also knowing that he might be good enough to bring back a Siakam in a deal. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union, the smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. We came in, and this is sort of the way that I've phrased it, because I've been um, a big, I don't want to say defender, as if they did something, but I've been a proponent of the big three finishing their careers in warrior uniforms. I still am. I never won't be. Um, They are my favorite basketball team that I've ever watched, and I don't want them to, uh, to get shipped out, especially for a song. But for me last night sort of ripped away what I would refer to as my ability to question it if they do. Like, they've got all the ammo they need to explain why they're going to do whatever it is they're going to do. I still think it's unlikely, Um, you know, at least now at the trade deadline. I still think I'd rather see it not happen. I still want to see Draymond come back from his suspension and have those three play good basketball together. That is still my hope. But for me, last night was absolute rock bottom. I know that's crazy to say on a Wednesday against the Pelicans, like whatever. But when the Warriors have had moments that have felt like this in the past, you could explain them. There were reasons. Um, Draymond not being on the floor last night is not a good enough reason. This team has reached a level of such disconnect, such poor play. We're questioning effort. Uh, They can't even stay on the floor for any five-minute stretch with a solid team. That's what you've seen from Toronto and New Orleans the last two times out. So with all that said and booing in the stands, you you, got to take what comes. You got to take whatever this team throws at you. And they're absolutely right to say Steph Curry is the only one off the table. And you look at that four weeks away from the deadline and you have to answer really tough questions as an organization. And the the chief among them, to me, is the Jonathan Kaminga question. Because if you think that he is legitimately going to be a great player and you want him to be a great player for your organization, 
then you keep him, and at the end of this year, you give him a, a, a monster contract extension, which is what you did with Jordan Poole, and you look at other players in Kaminga's draft class, some of which, some of whom rather will get big extensions. Some already have, and that's the way it goes at the end of your third year. So you have to decide on Kaminga either way at the end of this season. Either you believe in him and you give him a contract extension and he's yours and you keep him, or you trade him at the deadline, or you trade him in the offseason. You're not going to let him go into his final year of his rookie deal and play on that rookie deal. You usually don't do that with players that you like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've picked up the option, uh, but you're right. It, it Look, it feels that way for everyone right now. We've brought up almost every individual player and said, other than Steph Curry and maybe the rookies, like I guess not Pajemski, although he could end up in a deal. Right. But everybody else on this roster, you sort of got to make some sort of decision one way or the other in terms of what you want to do. What you want to do. Are they part of this future or not? And are they going to turn be turned into other players, parts, or just let go for financial flexibility? Um, let's go to Justin in Menlo Park. Hi, Justin. You're on with Willard and Dibbs. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Hey, great. Uh, great com- I'm good. I'm good. Just driving uh, down the 101 in traffic, which is not a shocker at 4 p.m. Um, I was going to ask you guys about Steve Kerr and how he sort of fits into this equation. And if I look at all the other teams sort of top of the table right now, like they've all done a nice job of developing players over the last three to five years, um, and those players are starting to pay off, and we, we just haven't invested in that. And I'm wondering if that's a function of Steve Kerr's just never had that challenge, and, and maybe it's a weakness that we all just never realized, or it just wasn't prioritized. And if he has to do that over the next couple of years, is he the right person for that job? Well, it's a really good question, Justin. Thank you for the call. And I would say two things. One, there are very fair questions with regard to the Warriors' player development process. There are very fair questions to ask. However, I think it also needs to be entered into the conversation to know that the Warriors are dealing with a different developmental process than all the other teams in the NBA, largely for the last 10 years, because they've had such a dynastic group in, in place. It's like you're limited in terms of how you can develop because you can't give young guys the minutes that you would like to give them. So I think both of those things are true, and we're still maybe not yet at the point where you really are out of fork in the road. Because if Steve Kerr, if you're not comfortable with him being your player development, young player coach, okay. But that still gets trumped by if Steph Curry says, no, that's my coach. Right. So if you do what they're saying they're going to do, which is still stay totally committed to Steph Curry, then I think Steve Kerr is probably still your coach. Assuming that Steve Kerr still wants to be the head coach, Correct. and he said as much on our show when we have him on every week that he loves doing what he does and he wants to keep doing it. So if that's the case, then you know I think Joe Lacob ultimately would default to what Steph wants in that particular case, even if he doesn't think that Steve's doing a great job of developing the young players. But it's almost impossible to develop young players and win a championship. And the whole idea about... Developing young players to me is a bit of a misnomer. It's like being a system quarterback. Like you're a system quarterback if you don't do very well. And if you do well and you play for a coach that everyone loves, well, then you're a system guy. It's hard to determine. So are you not developing young players because your young players aren't very good? 
or because they're not playing a lot because you're a championship team, or both. And I look at your young players, if they go elsewhere and they turn out to be great players elsewhere, then you can look and say, well, right. geez, those guys you didn't develop, turned out it was you. And I look at Rollins and PBJ and Jordan Poole, the latest of the youngsters who have gone on to play elsewhere, and I don't think any of those three is necessarily making Steve Kerr look bad as a developer. Correct. Wiseman and, and sure. beyond. Like, yeah, that's that's I'm with you. That's the thing that really hurts is uh it, it, you know, is is when you watch a guy go somewhere else and then completely blossom. Um let's go to uh Odell in San Pablo. Hey Odell, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear me okay? Yep. All right, I got a quick little trade scenario for you. Um, um, I think um, Wiggins probably just needs like a change of scenery. So I I put into the little trade machine online. <laughs> I put um, and Andrew Wiggins over to um, back in Toronto, and then they send us back Dennis Schroeder and Scotty Barnes to make the money matchup. And then since we need a a a, a big somebody over seven feet tall. I think we should get Manu both. Um, he's sitting on a bench down in Phoenix. And then I got uh, Guy Santos and Usman Garaba going down to uh, Phoenix. What do you guys think? Think that can help us uh, get everything back together and get a top seed in the in uh, playoff? Odell, thank you for the call. Um, I'm going to give you the same answer that Stephen A. Smith gave Steiny yesterday when he asked him about Andrew Wiggins. No. I don't think any like you did not mention one difference maker in that entire. In you know what I mean. You mentioned a difference maker, and it's Scotty Barnes, and they're not trading Scotty well, Barnes. Well, obviously, right? Guy's twenty two, and he's having a fantastic year, and he projects out to be a star. That's what. But part of this, it's not just would that. I mean, the Warriors are not looking to go get guards, right? That, that, that's not what the Warriors are going to are, are looking to go do. And then secondly, what I would just, what I always tell people, whenever you're talking about trade scenarios, is you've got to ask yourself, why would the other team do that? Why would the Raptors do that? They are not looking to give up young assets and fall in love with Andrew because he's from Canada. Right. They're looking to shed salary and they're looking to gain flexibility. So Toronto wants the young assets. They've got a piece that's expiring. They're not contending. They would like to move Pascal Siakam and Ananobi, who they already did, and get pieces who they think they can potentially build around into the future. I bet Toronto would love Kaminga. I bet they'd love him. You want Siakam? I bet you could have him in a heartbeat if you're willing to put Kaminga on the table. Right, right. If it's, uh... And then they may take Wiggins from you. Exactly. And they might actually take Chris Paul over Wiggins, maybe knowing that Paul is expiring. And unless they love Andrew Wiggins, unless you think that you can actually get Wiggins to be back to the player that he was 18 months ago, because that's the tempting thing if you are an acquiring team. If Wiggins goes back to playing the way he used to play, then that contract is a bargain. He was playing 35 or $40 million a year worth the basketball when he was playing well. And it feels like it's been a long time yeah. since then, but this Wiggins is about a $7 million a year Wiggs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 